Hey, I'm finally on now. Yeah. What? How did it work? I don't know. That was weird. It just ended up sending me that first link that you sent me ended up sending hmm. me to the thing I screenshotted you for. Hmm. Um, I was I was yeah. copied your email and was trying to find it on there. And if you liked my podcast page, it would have had you pop up, and I could have connected that way. But you obviously didn't. A uh, hole. I just now got on Anchor. I haven't even done anything. I just verified my my email. Nice. Shout out to Anchor here. We're trying to do a podcast via quarantine. Connor Jones and Kellen Thank, here. Thanks for not calling me Tanner. Yeah. I'm reading your name off my screen. So anyways, oh, okay. is your phone, put your phone like on the desk or whatever and keep it there. Yeah. Yep. All right. So if anybody ever hears this, um, we're trying our best and we're bored and we also like to hear ourselves talk. So that's why we're here. Shout out, first of all, to k1apparelco.com. By the time anybody hears this, that site may be up. <laughs> <laughs> um, first things first, we did this like March 6th. I looked up the last one, by the way. That was the date? Yeah. So, yeah, we're not being very consistent with these, or I'm not, because this is my my page. But I uh, finally got someone talked into talking to me again and recording it. Um. Why yeah, don't you? you had to twist my arm a little bit. Yeah. So if you guys have listened to the first one, this is Connor and Kellen. We work at, we're not talking about work on here, but tell, uh, I want, I was just thinking of this when I, before we did this, tell us about your new website and give it a little shout out so people can check it out. So in case this ever reaches the masses, it'll help your uh, site out a little bit. Yeah, I will. Thanks. So I'm still doing work on sports faith, but I talked about that the last time. Um, between March 6th and now, I actually created my own website. Um, it actually was pretty cheap. WordPress is not fun to use. So just so you guys know, if you if you use WordPress, it's a pain in the butt. But it's, it's pretty cheap. Uh, it's called 11th Hour Workers. That's what I, I made the website. Um, it's basically about proclaiming the truth in Christ to the church, as well as to anyone that really wants to read. But for me, it's kind of like something to supplement church right now because people can't be in in churches. So it's almost like little tiny messages or sermons that God gives to me. Um, and I just pass them off on other people. And I've been getting some good responses so far. And actually, I've had it read in like eight or nine different countries. So it's really cool. So it's taken off a little bit. I still don't have the traction that I want, but I Again, it's a passion, and it's something that God put on my heart. So it doesn't really matter to me how many people read it. I, I know that the right people are going to read it at some point. Uh, how do I – let's see here. I'm going to write some down. Okay, website. I want to ask you how you're marketing it, but let's not do mm -hmm. that yet. Um, tell me how to get onto it. You just said what it was, People, if people want to take that. Yeah, so – that the name of it is 11th hour workers. And that is the like 11th is spelled out. But then when it comes okay. to the website, the actual website domain is 11 as in the number 11, like one, one. Okay. And then TH workers, no 11th hour workers.org. And that's the website. 11th hour workers.org okay so i typed in 11th hour workers just in google mm -hmm. and like i spelled out 11 mm -hmm. and not, it didn't it didn't come up but when i type in 11thour workers.com uh sorry mm -hmm. dot org uh there it is um i will i can put that in the description for you too thank I'll you write it down i appreciate that so 11th our workers and for anybody that ever listened to this we're winging it we just like to talk and we have good things to say so uh we'll get there from there so 11th hour workers i'm gonna put that in the notes all right cool um so we haven't done this in a while um yeah dude i'm looking at your site i do really like Thanks. it um for a guy who's not a website designer he did a good job 
have you okay so i'm interested in like marketing a website being that um my new little passion project is a little apparel company and i'm just trying to do something different little side Mm -hmm. hustle um and shout out to katie for working on the site i know she's using a portal which i'm not going to say or uh, not portal what's the word um program no what do they call those when you're using a using a certain thing to build like a a website builder yeah but there's a name it's like a a Uh, a p word oh okay if it's p word Um, no um like uh anyways it doesn't matter (laughs) but katie's doing it and she's doing something new for me and i'm not that good at it so it'll be up here shortly but um, how do you like? Do you market yours at all? Or are you just doing yours organically because you you truly want to get your words out there? What are you doing? The only that? kind of marketing that I'm doing right now is posting it on Facebook for all of my friends to see, um, and then okay. I've had people actually share it. So it's just like social media stuff, and, and like you and I have talked about, I know that social media ends okay. up being this cesspool of crap, and. Yep. I felt like why not be a positive influence in that cesspool of crap, kind of like we're doing with the blog right now at quality assured. So I took that and it's, I mean, I'm getting most of my traffic from Facebook. The other stuff is from the uh, wordpress.com blog, uh, like blogosphere type thing where there's like a reader. Sure. You can go through with like a million different blogs, but there are certain tags so then those tags are why people click on them. And I think I have nine subscribers right now, which is actually pretty cool because I, I didn't think anyone was going to subscribe to my to my writing. Um, so it's really cool that people are actually subscribing with their email or with WordPress. So you said you're using like tags through the WordPress. And by the way, the P word is platform. Thank you. What was you're using? It's platform. platform. Okay. So like WordPress is a platform, Facebook is a mm-hmm. platform, like all of it. Um, so you're using the tag. So when I used Anchor here to do my first podcast, they want you to do tags. So when people search, they mm-hmm. can find it. So I, I know yep. what you're talking about. So maybe you can share this podcast uh, since I'm gonna, I'll put your, uh, I'll put your website in the notes. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm kind of more interested in, because mine's an e-commerce, like obviously I'm trying to make money on it eventually. I'm not gonna get rich it's just like i said a little passion project now and maybe it'll take off but uh yeah i'm trying to figure out everything i look up is like how to market on facebook and paid ads on facebook and mm-hmm. linkedin and instagram and all that but obviously i haven't yeah, got my recommendation yet. if you don't I'm mind back. me cutting you off for a second my recommendation for you would be to stay away it. from anything paid unless it at least at first until you end up um getting like more familiar with like the seo type marketing and Katie would know more about that than I do but I was talking to one of my buddies and and it's like it's like keyword type type searches mm-hmm. online so it, it goes along with like Google analytic Google analytics and different things like that but there are a lot of things that are free for that um mm-hmm. it's obviously up to you but I my recommendation for you would be just to stay away from any paid marketing until you yeah. end up actually getting traction I 100% agree. I wasn't going to do any of that. There's so many, um, counting my blessings right here, I have a job where I can do this on the side. Just as I mean, I'm not like putting a ton of time into it. I actually made some sales just by reaching out like to family and friends that I know that could use like apparel for their businesses or their whatever, just outings with people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm kind of starting that way and just just to see how the whole process works. And it's been kind of fun because it's something I want to do, which is for the first time pretty cool. And I've made, a, I mean, I'm definitely not getting rich on it. My time, if I count my time, I'm probably losing money, but that's okay. Um, it's just fun to try to start something. But yeah, I have the SEO that you were talking about, search yep. engine optimization. I, I've heard of it. I never really looked into it. Like I said, I'm just trying to start small. And if it takes off at all, like, Every sale I get, I want to have the people, if they'll shout me out on Facebook themselves, put my website out there um, organically when somebody sees their products and they're like, well, where'd you get that? As long as they tell, like, that's kind of where I yeah. want to start because I'm obviously an amateur and I'm not trying to get 
well, you're always trying to grow, but it's like, I'm not worried about being rich and famous off of something I'm trying to do on the side. So cool, dude. Um, so kind of got into it, but the reason Connor and I got on here today is because I was just, we had been talking, um, first of all, I'll go back to the blog post for our job. Um, we decided to do this positive blog post and our owner let us do it on their site. Uh, just kind of spreading good news at all costs. Um, during this quarantine time when people are down and I've kind of noticed the cabin fever lately. So I'm, I'm glad uh, we're doing that and hopefully it can help some people out. What's the, what is the site? How does it do? Is it www.qaom.com yep. backslash yeah, that's, that's what it is. Okay. So kind of on those lines and like Connor's doing with his site, um, we're, we wanted to talk about how we're betting, bettering ourselves during the quarantine. And I know, I don't know if Connor and I are, at our work meetings, we've just talked about, you know, the people that are going to come out of this the best are the ones that set themselves up for success. You know, we all have a lot of time on our hands, you know, kind of how are we using it to better ourselves? So Connor, if you want to, I know you already talked about your website. Yeah. You so I, you are actually a pretty big um, motivator behind, behind me doing some of this stuff. Like there are people in my life that are pushing me to, to do more but what's funny is you you aren't like the most religious person in the world but you've actually had really big impacts on me in my walk because the the way that you come across with your wisdom and stuff you actually have some useful things to tell me and it's actually pushed me to start my website or, or to do things in a certain way that I might not have done before so first of all thank you for that yeah, second, I appreciate that, man. Um, something else that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to start writing a book. I don't know what it's going to look like. I have no idea what is going to happen. I'm just going to start writing and I'm going to break it down into chapters and I'm going to see what what happens. I'm going to go chronologically in my life. Um, I don't know how much of it I'm going to share. I don't know if there's going to be parts that are like omitted or if names are going to change or if it's going to be a fiction story based on a true story so then i don't get sued by people <laughs> um because because the well, what, what was that let me cut let me cut you off before you get into it um the first word that came to mind to me was like therapeutic to like totally get out everything that's you probably don't talk about all the time like i think that could be good for everybody if it's through word or like just spoken because most of the time when you speak um and let things go and somebody listens it's great so you'd be letting people listen via the book but then you said you might start omitting so it's like i mean what's your goal with it is it just to write a book or is it to get stuff off your chest i think that's what i'm thinking about when you're writing so my my goal is to um take all of the you know, now, thank you for saying the omitting thing, because now, now that I think about it, I don't want to omit anything. Now it's just, am I going to use my real name and everyone's real name, or am I going to change names? But um, I, my goal is to get everything off of my chest from in my life, not as a therapeutic form of writing, but as a way where I can take the crap, the pain, the suffering, all that stuff, and show people that if they if they make the right choice in life to follow the right person meaning jesus then then their life can turn around and it won't end up being perfect and it won't end up being this great amazing thing because obviously you're still going to have pain and suffering on earth and you're going to feel like a like an alien compared to other people but you're going to have a peace inside of you and a change that's that just wasn't there before and that's the goal yeah, of your that's book the goal of my book so th- so through your story you you want to show there's hope yeah. essentially that's what it sounds yep. like to me. and that's awesome one thing that my one um, thing that my dad told me before he said when we were going through like a bunch of crazy stuff years ago he said you know connor mm-hmm. anyone else probably would have killed themselves by now so you got a story to tell and i have a story to tell and we're gonna tell it one day i don't know how but we're going to keep people from killing themselves. We're going to keep people from finding utter despair and we're going to give them hope 
even if it's just to say, wow, Connor made it through this. I can make it through what I'm going through right now. That's awesome, dude. I, first of all, shout out to our dads. I, I, you talk about your dad all the time. I don't know if I talk about mine as much, but my dad's my best buddy and appreciate him. I don't get to see him that much, but yeah, that giving hope. That's awesome because the part of the, um, the positivity blog we started, I fell into this, uh, movie on Hulu called the push about Grant Corgan. Connor knows all about it, but, um, it was just the story of hope. I won't even get into the whole thing cause we're going to write about it, but it was incredible. So like those kind of stories, I think really attached to people. And then when it comes from, it's not, you know, it's not fiction. It's, it's your life story. People attach to that because it's real. So I think you're onto something. And I already told you this off, off the record, but um, if I can help in any way, uh, yeah. let me know. So that's Thank awesome. you. I appreciate that. And I, and I think that to go along, I haven't read the, or, or seen the documentary from Grant. What was his name? Grant Corgan. I haven't yep. seen that yet. And I, I want to now because of you, but I, I can tell from what you say that everything is like genuine and transparent and there's no like fluff. There's no uh, stupid, like, Oh yeah, I did this. So you can too. Like that, that's not mm-hmm. at all what I'm going for. And I, and I appreciate that. And I think that everyone can see that. It, I, I just want to be the, who I am and get that across. And if people like it, that's awesome. If people don't can't change it. Yeah. I, I really hope you follow through on this. I don't know if you started or not, but I, I heard this quote now I'm big into quotes in the last year. Or so I've been reading more and listening to a lot of podcasts and just getting, have that like thirst for knowledge that I've never had knowledge, inspiration, motivation, anything, you know, just, yeah, anything, I guess, just to think differently and get that deep thought. But I want to say it was Steve Weatherford as a, he was a punter for the giants, big uh, fitness guy. I'm too fat to follow his workout. So thanks Steve for that. But um, he said something along the lines of when you drive past a, a graveyard, just imagine how many unwritten books are in there. And it, it makes me, although I'm not the best writer, I feel like I have a lot to say too. And even Connor said, I have some wisdom. So if I've helped one person with just using my life experiences to help someone else, just so you guys know, Connor's a little bit younger than me, <laughs> like two years apart. He's like 22 and I'm 24. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, just that whole idea of how many unwritten books are in the graveyard and like how much knowledge and how that could help somebody inspire somebody change somebody's course just anything for the betterment of humanity so i'm yeah. proud of you I thank you do it and yeah hopefully i get the first copy and it's signed <laughs> yeah you'll be what you'll be one of the first and to to kind of piggyback on what you just said um when you said there's so much wisdom out there there's so much unwritten unwritten books unwritten songs just so many things that aren't done it it made me think about my first post that i made on my website if you end up reading it it's like I, I was listening to a Casting Crowns um, song like a month and a half ago, actually driving to work one day or whenever we were back working, like I think in February or something. Um, sure. And I actually started like involuntarily crying. Like I, and, and I wasn't even, it wasn't like I was going into it emotional or anything like that. It, it was just weird. And the, the song was, I'm sure you've heard this, but it's If We Are The Body by Casting Crowns. And it, it's, it talks about how if, as a Christ follower like I am, if I'm, if I'm the body of Christ, then why aren't my hands reaching out to heal? Why aren't my arms reaching out to help? And why aren't my words teaching? And that, that last thing that I just said was what hit me the most mm-hmm. because I feel like mm-hmm. there are so many things that I can teach people or just even talk about to help people that other people might not have. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I come from experience mm-hmm. almost like an alcoholic comes from experience where an alcoholic should be the one that teaches AA for, for people. It shouldn't be someone that's never touched alcohol. Well, I should be the one that goes out right. and teaches people what it's like to go through hell and come out the other side. Yeah. So that, that was the reason no, why I, I just, I started the, the website. That's the, one of the reasons why I'm starting to do the book. That's, 
that's been a huge driving I love force. It. I love it. That just that gave me chills, and it just made me think that um, this podcast. I mean, my fir- our first podcast. We are so proud of it. And I think I got like three views and it's probably you, Katie, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, or three listens. But the beauty of this is, you know, as much as just a little bit about me, I'm like, I hate social media. Like I don't have Facebook or Instagram or anything. I do like my YouTube, you know, you can learn a lot. There's I love music, stuff like that. But, um, I feel like social media and this is a form of it gives a voice to the it gives a voice to the voiceless, which is cool for us because I feel like we do have a lot to say as we're just average Joes. But um, it also gives a voice to people that I don't think deserve one, and that's just personal opinion. Um, like Connor said, people spread negativity. Like these these anonymous people on somebody's post just talking mad trash, and it's like I'm not cool with that. In this in that book I'm reading, Connor that we're talking about today, she said everybody should set up their websites and their um, social media posts where the people cannot be anonymous. If they're gonna, if they're gonna have something negative to say, they have to have their face and their real name on there and stuff. And I think that could eliminate a lot of it. And a lot of the criticism is, you know, people learn from criticism. But it's like if you're just gonna be on there and be an asshole and um, talk shit behind your screen like a keyboard cowboy, like to me, you're literally you are. I won't say you're not worthless, but you got some issues. It's like, let's come out and talk about this and, and let's be better. So yeah, man, that's cool. Good stuff. Thanks. All right. I got on the tangent there. Where, where were we? <laughs> I don't know. That, we, <laughs> we're, yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to bring it back. I, I, I like this. Okay. So you're going to do the book. Yeah. Um, you're gonna, you got the website going and you got some traction on that, which is awesome. Um, yeah. I got a follower in Romania of all places. What? Oh, that's awesome, dude. This is that to me. And that, I guess that's kind of where I was going with my tangent is the beauty of technology is we can help people. And Marsha said something to me. Marsha's our boss, one of them. And she said something to me the other day with all of you guys on there, you know, like, what's your passion? We're talking about what our passion is. And I always say, I don't really know. But she said she sees like a light in me when we do our little meetings and if I can help people and, you know, maybe bring joy. So maybe that's part, partially my passion. So maybe the, the podcast forum could be for me. I don't know. So anyways. Um, yeah. So what else are you doing? I guess I'm, I'm doing, a, I'm a tangent there guys. Hang on here. So you're doing the website. You want to do the book, the book, have you started and then we'll get, uh, no, I haven't started it yet, but I've been thinking about it every time I lay my head on the pillow. Um, I pray. And then I, then I think about different things that I want to talk about in the book. Um, Cause What's weird is I, so first to answer your question, I haven't started, but I have time booked into my night tomorrow where Kristen, my wife is going to just hang out by herself and I'm going to start it. Um, But back to what I was saying on the tangent, I, um, there are certain things that have happened to me in my life that I've Mm -hmm. gone through with a counselor, but don't actively still think about. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that when I do go through everything in the book, I'm in a safe mindset and I'm in a safe place, mm-hmm. not safe as in, oh, I'm going to harm myself or I'm going to harm anyone around us, but yeah, mentally, mentally you're safe and emotionally safe. Yep. Cause I, I yep. definitely don't want yep. anything that I'm writing to put me into a bad place. Cause I know that it can. So, cause it could yeah, take you back. Yeah. I, I don't want to get any kind of PTSD type stuff from it um Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. i also feel like i don't feel like it i know that the stuff that happened to me it is powerful stuff and if if people read it it's it's almost like a dateline nbc type um sure type special and you don't see people come out of those things in safe safe mindsets but but thankfully i'm I'm in one right now and I, and I'm actually, I feel like I'm, I'm a good person because of God and because of Jesus, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm one of the few people that could come out of some of the stuff that happened and actually have a level head. Yeah. I never thought about that. Like I, I keep going back to the therapeutic 
So to me, um, like speaking about things, you know, you feel like they say that take the weight off your shoulder or whatever. You got it mm-hmm. out in the open. But I never thought about it on the other way. Maybe it's bringing up, you know, pulling a scab off of or, you know, opening up a wound again. But I think that's something you'll have to decide. But if you go into it with, uh, you know, this is going to be therapeutic to get this out. And that with your end goal, which is give hope, which I wrote down and circled, I think that would help because I can see how it could go the other way really fast. So, yeah, be careful with that. But maybe right on the top of your page, give hope, like end goal, give hope you know, to the people Mm -hmm. that need it. And I think that would help you continue to write. So, and I'm not a writer, but I'm just, I feel like that would help me if I was writing. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've, I'm actually starting to view this whole book thing as a way that I can actually start to make money too. And it's not about the money for me, but I, I, I've been praying and asking God how I can like do my passion and still make money and still bring people Mm -hmm. to christ and still do everything that i'm called to do and gain a bigger platform because eventually i want to i want to have a church of some sort like i Mm -hmm. i don't know about you and your opinion matters to me and you don't have to say it but i think that the american church in general like just the general form of the american church is backward that's what i think and i think that um i think that there are there are some good churches out there but the American church as a whole, I think they're missing the boat. And, and I definitely feel it on my heart to be um, eventually be someone almost like the apostle Paul in, in the new Testament where it's, he like goes around to different churches and like the different regions and almost like a Tony Robbins type person, but for God and say, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you guys have this right. You have this right. But, don't miss the boat on this bigger issue that's actually turning people off from coming to Christ rather than drawing people to Christ. So that's the whole overarching thing for me goes to that. And I'm trying to figure out ways that Mm -hmm. I can get there because obviously right now, I mean, people probably aren't going to look at a 23 year old kid and, and see that and, and think that, Hey, I know what I'm talking about, but Right. And I don't, I'm not trying to say I have all the answers, but I, I feel like, I feel like there's more than what I'm doing right now. And I think the book will get me there. And I think that my website will get me there. And I think that everything yeah. that I do will just snowball into actually having people listen. I I think you're onto something. Um, you're very passionate. You, you wrote, this is my, or you said, this is my passion mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, Maybe we should give a little backstory on a, com- a conversation we've had a million times. Um, we we sell copiers. I don't want to get into the work too much. And we're very thankful for our job. And I will say that. And I wholeheartedly mean that. And I've had this conversation with the owners. Like, I don't want to sell copiers my whole life. Um, first of all, we I think we're always trying to better ourselves. And we think that we can do more. And sometimes maybe we can't. But yours is a like a passion project, so you're gonna you're gonna move towards your passion, which is awesome, and you're already starting that. And for and this is partially you, and this is all of me. The reason I want to do my own side hustle and turn it into a full time gig is because I don't like people telling me what to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite I know simple. That. <laughs> um, I don't have a yeah, I don't have a problem with authority. Like if you know Marsha or Wendy those are our owners say, you got to do this. Okay. That's fine. They, they pay me, you know, they're putting bread on the table, but you know, I just want to wake up in the morning and if I want to go fishing, I'll go fishing and I answer to nobody. So that's kind of my end goal with it. So I guess my passion is more of what, um, I guess being in complete control of my time because we, that's one thing we can't get back is time. So it's like, I I don't want to have to, you know, to owe somebody eight hours every Mm -hmm. day. I just, I don't, if it's for me and it's supporting my family and it's on my terms, then I'll work 15, 16 hour days. I, I don't care. Like the yep. hours don't matter. So that's a little back note, but uh, back to what you were saying um, a little bit on religion. Not, I don't want to get into it too hard, but I always, I always feel like, and this is coming from a different spot than you. And I thought this for a long time. And I've said this is when religious 
entities push too hard, they push mm-hmm. away. So I think for you, like finding that way for, you said, I want people to listen. You have to find common ground yep. with people that, you know, they're not on your level. Um, we'll just call it in religious intellectual. That's I'm making up <laughs> words, but intellectually, as, as far as religion is concerned, they're not on your level. So I think you have to come at people in a non-threatening mm-hmm. way. And maybe that's why I think the book is a really good idea. Depending on how it's written, you can, you can just show what you went through, you know, show human emotion and how you came out of it. Yep. Um, and that's just a non-threatening way. It's like the, the people on the you know, sidewalks in your face kind of stuff like I that just doesn't fly with me and that doesn't fly with me not just religiously in anything like I don't like picketing I don't like rioting like that's too in your face there's other ways to go about it so um and I think you know that so but that's a good thing um that you're pushing for your passion uh I completely agree with you by the way I I think and and that's why I don't I'm not like other quote-unquote Christians who shove anti-abortion stuff down your throat or shove anti-homosexuality down your throat or even just weirdly shove Jesus down your throat. I hope that I've never turned you off by stuff that I've said. I, I try to just be who I am. And if, mm-hmm. if an opportunity presents itself, I'm going to talk about Jesus the way that I talk about the Minnesota twins. I'm, I'm going to, it's, it's a conversation piece for me. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I have to feel like I force into a conversation. And that's where I think the church gets a lot of stuff wrong. I think that they, they force Jesus into conversations where Jesus doesn't organically show up. And mm-hmm. I, and I think that that's messed up. And that's what, that's why I like the, the book and the story idea. It's like, you're giving a backdrop on how your life changed. And it was because of mm-hmm. this. You're not just saying do yep. this, do this, do that. Like that just doesn't that no, just doesn't work doesn't. with people. And and to me, then that's going towards the cult thing. Like you follow me at all costs and you don't don't mm-hmm. ask questions and um so you're on to something there. But you actually you led me to something I also want to talk about a little lighter topic, <laughs> which I like deep, I like lighter, but um you said Minnesota twins. I actually wrote this down. Do you miss sports? Oh, one hundred percent. I'm like I just bought the I usually don't buy the newest games for video games, but I just bought MLB 20, the show or MLB, the show 20, just so I could get my six on baseball. Yeah. It's like 60 bucks. (laughs) It's it's stupid, but like, yeah, I I miss it so much. Guys rich. (laughs) And it's funny you say that. Uh, I've been really thinking about this. Is like on the weekends, I'd come home on like a, you know, uh, Kaylee and I went to do something or I went and did something, came home. Like Sunday was always like relax, recuperate, get ready for Monday and I'll throw on a basketball game, mm-hmm. love the NBA, throw on the foot if it's football season or baseball, whatever. I'll just throw on whatever because I, I always thought I loved sports and I actually don't miss it as much as I thought. Um, I notice the older I get, the more maybe it's like that thirst for knowledge that I'm just like, it's been a big thing of mine ever since we kind of done this personal development and kind of really soul searching at, you know, what makes you tick and what keeps you mentally happy. And there's a whole realm of things, but uh, yeah, I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. Um, it, with that being said, I still would love to turn on the sporting event, but I love crime shows. I love uh, Kaylee and I watch cooking. You're turning shows. into a middle-aged um, woman, dude. You got to get your sports back. I am. Yep. Yep. I, I think my man card's long gone, but yeah, like I think I've read three books during this quarantine already. Um, and I'm like looking more forward when I wake up, I used to go watch TV. I remember instantly before I had to work, depending on the job, I'd watch TV. Usually I would go to the gym, but I can't mm-hmm. now. So, but if there was no gym, it would be watch TV. Now it's like, I go right to a book and like, I'm finding more joy in that. So, but yeah, I do. I, I don't miss as much as oh. I thought I would. I mean, I still would like. Yeah, I don't miss it as much as I thought I would too, but I miss it a lot. Like, I was supposed to go to the the Mm -hmm. second game of the twin season against the A's on April fourth with my sister. Couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, ah, that that stung a little bit. Like, whatever, however many days ago it was, like fourteen, sixteen days ago, something like that. I, yeah, that one hurt a little bit, but I mean, I made it through it. It's not a big deal. Speaking of sports, though, did you see that Gronk got traded to the Bucks? I was just going to ask you that. And I, 
clicked on a YouTube video today of him talking about he basically vetoed. Um, I'll send it to you later. He basically vetoed a trade to the Lions a couple that. years ago. He was on them. Oh my gosh! And his laugh is so funny, like contagiously funny. He just seems mm-hmm. like the funniest guy. He said they called him and said you've been traded. And he's like, well, you can't trade me because I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a couple of years ago. He just goes, "Yeah, I'm just retired." And he was he was on the one of the Sunday night things with like Tony Gonzalez, Terry Bradshaw, mm-hmm. like the whole panel or whatever. And they had him as a guest last year because he was reti- mm-hmm. actually was retired. But he said he was coming off the loss to the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and he's like, "Yeah, everybody was eating their sour grapes or whatever." And he goes, "I was just thinking, of, I was honestly thinking about retiring, so I just was mad." And he so he was going to get traded to the Lions, and he told him he was retired so late he goes all of a sudden it fell through like two days later <laughs> uh that's funny oh uh, if anybody if anybody needs joy just google rob gronkowski laugh and listen to the guy laugh he's just it's hilarious he's yeah. just like i don't know he just seems like a free speaking dude, of funny funny dude, speaking so. of funny laughs have you ever heard brett phillips his laugh uh, yeah he was on the brewers i think yeah royal his now, right? laugh is insane like yeah that it's not that bad. Like Brett Phillips is one where it makes you belly uh-huh. laugh. It's so funny. Gronk is just like, you just feel better yeah. when he laughs. Cause he's just, it's yeah. funny. So yeah, I did see that. Um, looks like the Patriots are falling apart. I know. It seems. Dude. I, I bet Tom was just like, Hey, Gronk, come over here. I don't, I don't want bill to, to get a, any kind of win this year. Just come over here and we'll mm-hmm. prove that I'm better than bill Belichick. Dude, they're gonna have him, like Goodwin, and then they got yep. Mike Evans. They're gonna have some solid oh, and they receivers. Got, they could they be got pretty OJ legit. Howard too is the backup tight end. He should be starting on like every other team. I think he'll probably get traded. Man, I kind of like it. I like the shakeup yeah. personally. Yeah, the Bucks haven't had anything to cheer about since then. <sighs> I don't know who was their coach back when, back when they made it to the Super Bowl against the Raiders. They won it. It was Gruden, uh, John yeah. Gruden. That was that was crazy because the year before Gruden coached the Raiders, and then hit basically his team that he put together made it to the Super Bowl, but his new team. Yeah, did. I felt bad for Tony cool. Dungy. He got he got ousted and and ended up having to watch the team that he built win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then he uh, Gruden lost the. I mean, he could have mm-hmm. lost to the team that he built, but Dungy yeah. ended up winning one anyway. I like so. Dungy. And now Gruden's back on the Raiders. They're in Vegas now, right? Jeez, how's that going to work? Who knows? So much gambling, dude. Yeah, honestly. The the gambling aspect of it, I don't – I mean, if the the Las Vegas Raiders end up having a good, like, core inside of them where they don't go out and party every single day Mm – they'll have a really, really big home field advantage because it'll be really hard to keep people like the visiting teams from going out on the strip. (laughs) I read Dennis Radman's book a long time ago, and I don't know if this is in that book or something I saw on TV on like a, I don't know, something about Dennis Radman. But when they were playing the Utah Jazz in the finals, like the famous Jordan, like people say he pushed off, whatever, but Mm -hmm. he hit that shot over Russell. Which was awesome. I, by the way, I used to love the Bulls. We didn't get the Bucks. Oh, yeah. We had WGN. So we the Bulls. Every Bulls time, game we got. But... but anyways. Oh, I know where I saw it. It was on. It was on. Uh, oh. Joe Rogan. I mean, I may have heard it. Billy Corgan. Who's the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins? Oh, I don't know. Billyson. Billy. Anyways, he was buddies with Rodman because mm-hmm. he was from Chicago, and he said. Dennis Rodman would out party him and he was a famous rock. I mean, he's still famous, but he was pretty big at the time. Famous rock star. He would go after the games and fly in his private plane to Vegas. He'd party all night and get back for a shooter <laughs> in the morning. He said he did it the whole series. And he said one day, uh, the rock star guy said, yeah, I can't do it. And Rodman went <laughs> without him. <laughs> oh, geez. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. The dude's All like right. a clown. I got, um, it's insane. He, he's like not even a human. It's crazy. He's goofy. He's, uh, he, I mean, good sports story because he literally came from nothing and he was like playing at some D2 school. And I don't think he played, I don't even know if he played basketball in high school. 
I'm not fact checking this, but I, I know he started late and he just it was work yeah. ethic alone was insane. But um, so we're working at home, basically sitting at home all the time, boring, 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 getting cabin fever. Yesterday, I was thinking about it and I was talking to Kaylee about it a little bit. I said, "Is is like slow as time should be going? We've already been doing this for like six weeks." Yeah. And I was wondering if time is going slow or fast for you. Cause that to me, it's going too fast still even, but I'm yeah, older than you too. So that's a good point. Not about you being older, but about, the, um, about time going Easy. slow. I mean, time going fast. So for me, it's, it's been really weird because my wife is pregnant and she's going to be giving birth as long as it's on its due date on June 6th. So t- time is a really weird entity because one day we look at things and we're like, man, this is taking forever. I hate working from home. I hate doing this. I hate that I can't be with my family as much as I want to because I have this obligation to work. And then bear, my stepson right. ends up going crazy. And it's just long, long days. But we're already on April 22nd. Yeah. And we are like six weeks away from having a baby. And it feels like just yesterday, she was only 20 weeks pregnant. So looking at it from those two mm-hmm. things like where the heck is the time gone but then it's also like i really wish the time would speed up a little bit so then we could get outside and do stuff what um how does that work with um delivery now can you like even be in so the it depends or? on what happens between now and june 6th so if it's if if brown county ends up being anything like any of the majorly hit counties in new york and new jersey i potentially wouldn't even be allowed Uh in the delivery room and the baby would have to be in like some isolation chamber type thing and that would suck Hmm. but it hasn't it hasn't happened yet here um brown county has like 300 some cases or something like that it's like multiplied by i think six in the past week and a half but then again, we're just now starting to test a lot more. I guarantee thousands of people have it in Brown County. And I guarantee that people aren't dying as much um, because of that. But, and I know you don't like talking about this a ton, mm-hmm. but that like my two, my, my two cents is that there are more people than we know that have this thing. And a lot of people mm-hmm. end up, being fine but there are a lot of people that end up being really really sick from it we don't know enough and and i i would really hate for me to lose out on the opportunity to be in the delivery room because we don't know enough about this virus yeah that sucks but i i guess in the end i'm just looking at it from a trying to be positive if everybody's healthy and you get out of there with your baby all healthy oh, and your wife, sure. that's a win either sure. way. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously you'd want to be in there, but um, I guess during the times it's like uh, kind of a better model these last six weeks is how we yeah. can be positive. Yeah, but yeah man, that's, I agree that's wild. What about um business idea here? No, it's not a business idea. I think people already do this. I just don't know what it's called. Where somebody comes and delivers the baby at home. That's, somebody comes and delivers thing, what? But... Your yeah, baby they're, um, shoot, not midwife, but um, that's yeah, but there's something thinking, else. I, I can't I remember know. what the heck I they're called, know. but they're yeah, they're um, maybe they're doulas. I can't remember what the heck they're called, but yeah, that exists. Hmm. Kristen said, "Thank you." Oh, Kristen, my wife, good. told me that I um, she would rather give birth in the bathtub and have me there than actually go in to the hospital if I wasn't allowed in the delivery room. So that's what I was imagining. Like, um, that's what I, I just don't know what it's called. Like mm-hmm. I know people do that though. So anyways, um, so how are you bettering yourself during the quarantine? What else have you been doing? I got, I got a few things. I'm going to, you know what I'm thinking since we're winging this? What? Um, I think anchor only lets you record for an hour and then you got to restart. So let's just okay. keep it under an hour. Um, and I think, I'd like to do this more and we can just sit and BS on here and maybe we can get Katie on one of these and we can, um, an, an idea I had is that's tank tanks getting up from his nap. Um, we can go through podcast one. I'm going to let him out. Give me a second.
we can kind of go through podcast one. Like I, that one, I wrote a bunch of notes, obviously, because I was, yeah. didn't know what I was doing. And we can just kind of follow up on that and just have a conversation with her. And then anything you think of that would be good to talk about. I like doing this and we can just hopefully give hope and inspire and make people laugh a little bit. This one was a little yeah, more serious. I would, I would love yeah, that. that. And, so. and actually, even though you don't, I know you don't like talking about being cooped up in the house a ton, but mm-hmm. personally, yeah. I'd love to hear about what you're doing um, to just make it so you don't go insane or go stir crazy because you and I have very, very different outlooks yeah. on everything. I'm the kind of person that wants as yeah. much knowledge as I can get, whether it's true or not. I, I want to mm-hmm. be able to decipher between the things. You, on the other hand, from what I've seen, you you try to just live and control what you can control. And and that yeah. works for people. It works for you. But I, I kind of want to hear about how it actually works for you. So it doesn't have to be on yeah. this one, but I would love to talk a little bit more the next time. Yeah. No, let's, let's do it. Let's, we got 14 oh, minutes. Okay. Let's talk it out. Um, it, it's funny you say that because my wife, I would say, and she can hear me. So this isn't, I'm not being secretive. She's more on your side. She's more on the conservative. Let's ride this out. And I'm not trying to be a rebel. It's just, I don't like, I can work from home all day. It's like, I like to do things after work. And I, maybe it's the idea that I can't like, usually during a five day work week, I come home and so I can go to the gym and then kind of save mm-hmm. my fun for the weekend. I think it's the idea that I really can't, I mean, I can, I can go, I can drive wherever I want, but yeah. there's nowhere to go. So that's my big okay. thing. And Kaylee even said yesterday, ah, I think you need to get out of the house. <laughs> so uh, we go, we've been, we were going for walks a couple of weeks ago when it was way nicer. The last couple of weeks, it hasn't been that nice, but um, I would say since I've been here, I've done maybe not the first, like kind of partial week we started this on a tuesday i believe but i've done 30 minutes of like cardio it was starting with walks and starting to do a little jogging because i'm really out of shape and then we actually got a peloton um kaylee's been no clue forever and i'm like it's it's a really fancy bike so a peloton if this ever makes it and you hear this please uh, <laughs> reimburse me they're not cheap but Kaylee was doing a spin class when we lived in Madison. She really liked it. And it was kind of her jam, which was, you know, I'm cool with that. I I don't like to put a price tag on health because that's all we have. Like if you're not healthy, Mm -hmm. nothing matters. Like, I mean, how can you, I mean, even if you want to write a book and you're physically sick and tired all the time, because you, you know, you don't have any natural energy, you know, you just can't do it. So I don't like to put a price tag on fitness, but it's just put it this way. It's not cheap, but I've ridden that bike every day since we've got it, except for the weekends, at least 30 minutes. Um, so I'm really getting into that. Uh, some days I don't want to do it, but it's like, I know I just got to move my body and I've been getting good sweats on that. So that's one thing I've been doing um, for physical health. And we're really watching what we're eating around here. Kaylee's doing a weight loss challenge. So that's good. We can kind of get aligned on um, what we eat. I don't know if you, you and your wife talk about this, but, um, when, when I go all in on like health, I've lost 30, I've lost 20 to 30 pounds three or four different times in my life. So I basically lost the equivalent of like, a yeah, probably so your weight. You got the yo-yo working. Um, and when, what, yeah, I'm a yo-yo. So then when it comes back, you get fatter <laughs> in your gut and it's just, it's horrible for you. But I, like I told her this yesterday, you know, I want to get, so this is a lifestyle. So it's like, I don't want to feel like I'm dying. <laughs> so if we whip out a salad and some chicken breast, yeah. it's not a diet food. It's just how we eat. And then every, maybe once a week we can go on a date, you know, and drink our beers that we like and have a drink and, you know, eat a little crappier. So her doing this is nice because we're on the same page. Well, if we're not on the same page, the other person's out buying Cheetos and candy. And if it's in the house and I know about yeah. it, I can't stop thinking about it. So that's really that's cool. Been really when, nice. you're, uh, when you're aligned, been reading, that's, that's yeah. all that matters. Sorry to cut you off, but I just, just wanted to say, yeah, you got. No, you're good. Yeah. You got to be aligned with your wife. It's it's hard in everything. You have to be aligned, yep. even if you don't agree. Yep. So that's so physically, that's kind of what we're doing, which I'm really, really liking that. Uh, been reading a lot, which I already mentioned. I read. What have I read? I want to go. Maybe we'll do a book review on here. Maybe we'll save that. Um, I kind of want to do that with Katie. We should all watch a show and mm-hmm. just sit and BS about it. But yeah, actually Katie borrowed me a few books. I borrowed her a couple one time that she liked and she gave me one. One was about a guy in prison 
at Alcatraz, true story. So that was really hit home because we're kind of in our own little prison right now. It's not, I know it's not the same, but the idea of being quarantined, I guess, was interesting. Then I read a crime book, a fiction book, which is awesome. I love those. They just get you hooked in. And then now I'm reading kind of a, not a self-help, but it's called Daring Greatly, where I've been talking about the vulnerability and, um, yeah. It's not the one by Brene Brown. And I think I'm going to, yeah, that's the Brene Brown. So it's, it's just kind of, I guess it would probably be classified as self-help, but that's kind of like personal development. I like to kind of mix up my readings that way. And then I'm going to just order jab, jab, right hook. Cause Gary V I was listening to before we got on this <laughs> and I'm like, I got to read that more about sales mm-hmm. tactics and stuff. So that's cool. Um, and then what else have we done? Um, I don't know. Like you and I writing for work has been nice. Just a way to like, feel intelligent and use my brain a little bit more so i guess those nice. are the three main things yeah so i know hanging out with the dog trying to get him that's out, cool so shout out to, shout out to bark and brew they are closed down because they're considered a bar or whatever but they're getting really creative and they're kind of made it like a doggy daycare for oh. three days a week so tank went out there last friday yeah and he got really tired out so that was cool so i don't want i really want them to succeed because they're an awesome place if you like dogs and you don't have any so you don't know but it'd be like it'd be like if you have a kid and you can never take yeah. them to the daycare ever you know never you never like let them so interact basically basically the past six yeah. or seven weeks for us yes so you got i mean i know kids and dogs aren't the same but yeah same, concept. same idea so yeah that's what we've been doing um let's we've got a couple minutes here so and wrap this up i'm gonna put your 11th hourworkers.org another shout out i'm gonna put it in the notes and k1apparelco.com see if we can get katie on here and maybe do this yeah let me know when your um website's actually up yes and i will i know we're just talking to the masses maybe all two people that will listen to this but i'm gonna listen to this again and then i'm probably gonna put it up and if you want to share it do whatever you want with it cool yeah thanks for having me dude and if you have any topics interesting that we could all talk about, just to get it going, write them down, share we'll them. Do. So, all right, man. I'm sure I'll talk to you later. Yeah, we'll work probably chat. just play darts on our phone. That's all we do anyway. <laughs> no, uh, Marsha, if you ever hear this, it's after 5 p.m. It's it's 6.32 now, p.m. Now who's the company boy? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Marsha, we're doing this on company time but it's a personal development builder and it's a time to talk with people so i don't feel bad about it and justify your life away bro (laughs) i'm just it's all good (laughs) yeah you all right man you have a good one